we have actually, oh, I think we're probably live. So welcome to Creative On Purpose Live. To learn more about Creative On Purpose, visit creativeonpurpose.com and get going with the uh, difference only you can make. Remember that this broadcast is also an iTunes podcast. Check it out and leave a five-star review. 30 seconds of your generosity helps spread the goodness delivered by my guests. Let's get to today's show. Welcome to Creative On Purpose Live. These conversations are about flying higher and endeavors that make a difference. Do the work you're meant to do now. It's time to be creative on purpose. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Onward and Difference Maker Coach at Creative On Purpose. Visit creativeonpurpose.com to start stepping into possibility with the difference only you can make. This month, we're profiling members of the Difference Maker community at Creative On Purpose. Let's meet today's guest. Abby Pierce, welcome to the broadcast. Please tell our viewers who you are, what you're up to these days, and where we can connect with you to learn more. Hi, Scott, thank you for having me. Uh, so yes, my name's Abby, and I am a coach for creative types. Uh, and I'm currently in uh, the southwest of England, but I sort of can reach to all corners of the globe. Um, and I'm currently working on a fiction novel that tells the story of change. And uh, yes, and uh, a recovering akimbo holic. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, because I have a feeling that uh, people that tune in, uh, some of them may be people like us who have done things like that. What are the akimbo workshops that um, you've actually participated in? Okay. Uh, so I started off last year by doing uh, the marketing seminar because I was leaving the Royal Navy to start a freelance life of service um, and didn't really know where to start. So having followed Seth for a long time on his um, podcast and blog, um, I thought it was a good place for me to learn. And it was that indeed. Uh, so I've continued with the connections that I made there and I have a mastermind group that I meet up with weekly. And as opportunities arise, uh, the creatives workshop then came into being last year and gave me the idea to write my fiction novel. Um, I then realized I needed to learn a bit more about writing stories and did the story skills workshop. And then just as that was finishing and I was going into the editing phase, which is, um, you know, a challenge in itself, um, the writing community came along and um, that's where I am now. Yeah, so you and I, um, well, I, I, am a, I am a repeat offender in the marketing seminar as, as both a student and a coach and uh, have also coached and been a student in writing uh, in uh, story skills. You and I are currently together in writing a community where I published a book just a couple of weeks ago, and you're very excited. I'm very excited to hear that you're getting ready to publish yours. Um, before we get into the book, which I'm really curious to learn a little bit more about, I would love, you mentioned Mastermind, and, and if I heard correctly, that came out of the marketing seminar. Um, I credit the, the Mastermind that, that I helped create and uh, the marketing seminar one as being the lever that ratcheted my forward progress the furthest and fastest in terms of getting my endeavor off the ground. I'm just curious for you to speak just for a second about the mastermind and and what impact, if any, it's had on your on your progress. Um, yeah. So prior to the marketing seminar, if somebody had mentioned mastermind to me, I'd think of, you know, a black chair quiz show, British iconic kind of um, quiz game. 
Um, and then thanks to, it was actually you that ran a Zoom call about creating mastermind groups. Um, as we were getting towards the end of the marketing seminar, there was about sort of six of us or so that sort of had still um, helped each other and nudged each other along the way. And we're still sort of at, right at the end of the 200 days. And we said, well, let's carry on meeting up and seeing how we're getting on and say, nudging each other along. Um, and it's over a year, you know, coming up to a year now, and we're still meeting regularly. We've got sort of six or seven different specializations across about seven different time zones. Um, and yeah, having that weekly accountability, meeting up with people and going, do you know what? I'm really fed up this week and I can't be bothered. <laughs> and they kind of go, come on, it's just the dip. It's just tired. Have you thought about this? And they, they hit you with the hard questions that you fear to ask yourself. Yeah, can't just can't under can't overspeak the virtue and the value of having a group of fellow travelers that are helping you stay on the hook, keep you accountable, ask reflecting in a way that's meaningful, insightful, inspirational sometimes, you know, occasionally delivering a little tea and sympathy when we've gotten our butts kicked a little extra hard out there in the world, but also helping dust us off and continuing to do the work that's so necessary to do out in the wild, out in the in the world where the difference really needs to be made. So also curious uh, for you to just share a little bit more about the book, because I love that it's it sounds like it's actually a work of fiction, but it's also it seems to be kind of or fitting in this genre of self-help or personal development. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, you've got that totally right, Scott. So when I started the creative uh, right, yeah, the creatives workshop, um, I went in with the intention of um creating and 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 refining some kind of coaching program. Um and at the time as well, I had these scribbles of writing on a scrappy bit of paper that I'd had by my bedside for about three months as well. And um in using the prompts, I was going to veer towards more the coaching program and then use the dailies as this sort of indulgence to write this fiction novel. And then I had a bit of a light bulb moment, probably after a conversation with someone else from Akimbo. Um, and I kind of thought, well, why don't I do the two, but integrate them a little bit better? So I didn't really want to write this self-help, help others type non-fiction I wanted to write fiction because there's just so much more possibility and it's just making stuff up and I mean and yes of course it's my first novel so there are elements of um sort of semi-autobiographical um bits and pieces but um I just thought it'd be a lot more fun and it's just not so heavy and you can just read a story and feel inspired and and see how some of the stuff is similar to your own and and hopefully it's um it inspires somebody to take action whilst they're reading a fiction novel, but to um, take action on their real life narrative. Yeah, I love it. I've, I'm thinking about challenging myself with uh, trying my hand at fiction after several kind of uh, personal development, self-help or help others type of books. So really inspired by your example there. I uh, can't wait for that book to uh, enter the world. And then also really want to dive in on what you're up to and the difference that you're making with Evenix. Uh, tell us about what what that is and about your coaching program and about the difference that you're making out, out in the world. Mm. Um, so much like uh, 
a personal trainer, but I'm sort of a coach for your brain, not your butt. Um, and I have a, a couple of different options ranging from just quick 15 minute check-ins just to give you a, a kick up the backside and just make sure that um, you're keeping on track, whichever on track, you know, whatever that looks like to you. Um, through to some sessions where we actually sit and co-work together and I sit on your shoulder, can help you dig deeper on questions that you're asking about your creativity or whatever it is that you're making, um, particularly for uh, writers um, and looking into that sort of story arc and, and picking picking your way through that because I've I've been there and it's hard, it's hard to do on your own and, and things are better when you do them together and, and, and when you've got sort of this bucket list um, endeavor to, to write write that book you know that one time you can you can come and do it with me and I'll help you along so that's um, that's my main sort of um, endeavor on that part but I've also been experimenting with doing some gather and share digital campfires as we do in the difference maker community and I know that they're really powerful and really valuable so I've been doing a very similar endeavor and bringing people together to share their own personal stories with each other um, and it's sort of ever more emerging that there's some of the, the themes that we follow it sort of follows the the phases of learning where we're incompetent, competent and self-sabotage. And, and then finally, there's this a success story. And um, I don't sometimes think we give ourselves enough credit. So it's a, a part of that is to celebrate our successes as well. So it's, it's looking like that might be an ever more emerging workshop, which is a little project that I have on the back burner for next year to give me something to do in 21. I love it. Um, you indicated that, you know, your ideal client is identifies or is in, engaged in some sort of creative endeavor. I'm just curious as to if you have a, a definition or a framework for what, what that actually means. What does it mean to be a creative? Oh, gosh, that's, that's like saying, you know, de define beauty. You know, creativity is in the eye of the beholder. Um, and, and through my veteran networking background, I, I sort of have this conversation. It's, it's, it's surprising, actually, how many people don't, perhaps identify themselves as being creative, but they actually are. Um, so I, I'm, I'm my, my sort of comfort zone, comfort zone or, or I wouldn't want to say comfort zone, but my speciality is, is creativity with words. Um, but if you're somebody that is creative in their job or it's part of a hobby, um, we can work on that with you. Um, or it might be that you're creative with film or um, I, I've got a very good friend of mine, a makeup artist, and and there's an element of creativity with that as well. Um, and sometimes it's about not sort of coaching the the creativity as such. It's still coaching that person to be brave, and and step into their discomfort, and you know, and, and sit in that discomfort zone. Um, particularly for people that are freelancing, and and it's putting their work out in the world, and telling people what they do, and and being confident and and courageous and brave. Yeah. Oh, well, you may have already touched on the answer to this, but I'm just curious. So it's pretty, pretty clear to me who your enterprise is for and the problem or the challenge that you help solve. What's the biggest challenge for you in the work that you do as a coach um, through this endeavor of Evenix? My biggest challenge? Um, I... <sighs> Oh, that's a really tough one. <laughs> Too many to choose from? <laughs> yeah, can I get can I have an A, B, C, and D, please? Is this like millionaire? Can I can I not have can I not is this not multi-choice? Um okay, I suppose and and 
yeah, my biggest challenge is actually finding bravery and courage and confidence to put myself out there and tell the world what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know what it feels like, and I know it's I know it's challenging and it and it's difficult. And um, I'm, I'm particularly given my previous life before um i'm used to having to fit in um and be the same and and that was that was supposed to be a strength and i think when you become freelance you have to be you and you have to stand out and you have to be different and that can be very uncomfortable mm -hmm. so for me personally that's been the biggest challenge is is finding my voice and figuring out what it actually wants to say rather than sort of regurgitating the party line. Well, you're pointing to something that I think is, I find almost universal in all of the people that I work with, but also all the people that I interview on this broadcast. And I'm approaching 200 guests on this broadcast. Almost everybody is engaged in an, an endeavor that began as a problem of their own that they were trying to solve, or an itch that of their own that they had, that they were scratching and in large part, what they build, the offering that they have, um, and and the problem that they solve is just a process that helps other people not go through all the agonizing years of time in the desert or out in the wilderness, you know, um, being lost and lonely and frustrated and afraid, and instead trying to help people get through that period uh, in a in a much more in a much more purposeful and and expeditious um, manner. So I, I really love that part of it. Um, along the way, people like you and I who are engaged in meaningful work, um, at least in my experience, this might not be true of you, Abby, because I know you're perfect in every way, um, but occasionally mistakes are made. And I'm just curious if there is a, a moment that stands out as, um, you know, a particularly difficult challenge or a mistake that you made along the way. How did you recover and how did you leverage that moment to, you know, learn and get even better and stronger with yeah. the difference that you seek to make in the world? I mean, the biggest, I could pick any story, but the moral always is, what what was the gift? What was what could I learn? So it's it's very much intentionally having to think in that mindset. That doesn't come naturally to me, and it's very hard. I'm very much. I always used to be. Um, I remember actually, we might have commented on this on one of my posts in one of the um, creators' workshops where I talked about being very black and white, mm -hmm. and I can flip between the two. And I'm you know typical Gemini. I'm either one or the other. Um, I and I look for the opportunities to be the grey lady in between and being able to see both sides of it's really hard and it's really challenging um but one particular one particular mistake if you want to, if you want to go down that road um so somebody had recommended sort of different places where you can put ads and things about what you do um and we have i think much like in the us and the uk we have craigslist um mm -hmm. where I, I put a very lovely um advert about what i do and the things that i can um help you with and things like that and I was really 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 pleased that within about half an hour of putting the the advert on I had about three responses um the only thing is it really wasn't the kind of job that I was prepared to do so that was very interesting to go through um 
to go through that and, and to sort of have a bit of a panic moment and think, oh God, what have I done? This is such a, I'm so stupid. How could I have been so silly as to, to put, a, put that on there? And, you know, you delete the ad, you kind of sleep on it and you, you try the next thing the next day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just always looking at, looking for that learning opportunity and it's, it's just, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that like one of the, the lessons that we all have to learn at some point, if we're going to be the kind of person that's on this journey of, of developing ourselves and, and, um, tr you know, trying to excel in whatever endeavor we've chosen for ourselves, we have to embrace the fact that, um, you know, we're navigating the unknown and that mistakes will be made. Um, and at least for me, one of the first things I had to, an aha that was, you know, clearly obvious, but not obvious to me was any of the mistakes that I make are not fatal and they're not career ending. You can't, especially in the digital domain, yeah. there's nothing that you can't, um, treat as a, a as a, a current draft and 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 make better um the other thing that I, I i'm just wondering what your your take is on this challenge is you know again because a lot of what we do is online and it's done out loud and in public um is that you know when you are standing up to be seen and speaking up to be heard online some people will speak back some people will be supportive and encouraging and uh, and interested in what you do, and others will be more um, discouraging and only interested in elevating themselves by putting you down. Mm -hmm. And so just wondering how you navigate, um, you, you mentioned the imposter and the inner critic. Uh, how do you navigate the, the external critics that are out there in the howling wilderness known as the, uh, as the internets? Um, short answer with great difficulty, uh, slightly longer answer. Um, so I, I did have some sort of odd comments in places where I'd put my work for people to see. Um, and I, and I think to a certain extent you, I was almost looking back now, I'm almost glad that I did get a few sort of not some nice comments. Um, because then I could look at it and just, they're just comments. And you kind of have to go through it a to a little extent. Um, and it's great because then you'll keep putting the posts up and then a week later you'll get a wonderful comment from somebody and you'll just be like, oh God, I'm so glad that I helped you. And it was, you know, I'm so glad that this this resonated with you and 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 the, all that the bad stuff kind of goes away. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a pain in the butt and people can be, can be quite nasty, but, if it's any of your own stuff, you've always got the comment filters and I would always recommend to have that sort of like the approval on comments um, up and running so that it's not out in public. But but yeah, and I suppose the other thing, <laughs> I remember when I was writing the book and there were some sort of things that I wanted to use and I remember in all the writing groups, I was like, can I use that word because it's a brand and then uh, we had a we've had this conversation as well, haven't we, about sort of if, if there's sort of that intellectual property and if it gets copy copyrighted and reused or plagiarized and all that sort of stuff and basically at the end of the conversation we were like if somebody wants to copy my stuff <laughs> then then let them let them go through it but um yeah i think sometimes as well we we perhaps assume that more people are listening or watching than we, than we actually realize um yeah so 
I, if, it happens, it happens. And then if it's really, really horrible, delete it, see a friend. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's a really brilliant point that I just want to highlight is um, just the cont contextualizing all mm. of this stuff, you know, and we talk about this a lot in the Creative On Purpose and the Difference Maker community is, you know, contextualizing you and your endeavor in terms of the, 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 the span of humanity and the, you know, and the cosmos, like, you know, you are simultaneously the most important thing and the least significant thing in the universe at any given time. Um, and so why not do the best you can and why not just accept things as they come? Because in the end, all you have is the quality and the integrity of your efforts. And so, and I love what you're saying about um, putting the, the criticism in context. I mean, oftentimes the framework that I try to use is, you know, you want to have, you, you need feedback from people and you need to, to solicit feedback from people who know you, who understand you, who support the journey that you're on, who support your efforts to improve yourself. Um, everybody else is an anonymous troll for better, you know, for all, all intent purposes. I mean, sometimes strangers will say nice things and that's always nice. Don't let it go to your head. Sometimes strangers say really horrible, mean spirited things. They're strangers and yeah. they're not in your corner. So why would you pay any attention? And I think one of the things that's so important is to build that kind of resiliency. It's not armor. You don't have to armor up just because you're yeah. going to go out on the internet. You just, you should remain vulnerable, remain curious and remain um, willing to put yourself out there and be able to just discern the difference between meaningful feedback coming from peers and fellow travelers and irrelevant criticism and snark coming from complete strangers who couldn't give a flip about you uh, to begin with. Um, so as we're nearing the, the end of our time together, I just want to give a shout out to John, who is uh, on Facebook. He's uh, asked a quick question that I'm going to let you uh, answer before I ask you the last question. He's asking if Evenix is your full-time en endeavor and how did you get there from the previous life that you talk about, which is interesting because you did mention you were in the military. Um, it seems as though going from uh, military to creative coach is kind of an interesting juxtaposition. So um, where are you at in terms of Evenix as a full-time gig and, and how did you get there? Yeah. Um, I don't know, John, it's all a bit of a blur. I can't remember. Um, uh, so in terms of the coaching, that was a big part of my job um, in the military in the sort of last three, four years of my work. Um, and sometimes I was better at it than others. And, and that was very much a, a steep learning curve in those final few years. Um, and really, I think when, by the time I left the military um, last summer, um, it's been very much an, a journey of exploration, going boldly where no lady's gone before. Um, and trying to figure out, I knew I wanted to coach, but it was, but it was part of that marketing seminar and the work that we've been doing together in the difference maker community, where I've been able to zero in and shift where I want to put that endeavor as well, and who I who I feel I can help the most. Um, so it's been part of my own creative journey that has actually then helped with guiding that as well, and and finding that compass. Um, 
and and particularly like like we said earlier you know it, it's it's your own sort of challenges are the ones that that you feel that you can you can help with so um yes i'm all about um creating safe spaces for the awkward moments of learning so that we can master the fear and practice the tenacity for sharing our creativity with the world yeah love it so important to just highlight too it's not for those that aspire to you know lean into a creative endeavor maybe even turn it into some sort of you know side gig side hustle um second act career or what have you um doesn't mean that you have to give up on whatever it is the work that you have to do that allows you to take care of your responsibilities and obligations um the work that you get to do is actually probably better off as a side hustle or side gig um because when you turn your your passion project or your purpose project into your primary income it gets very easy to make concessions uh and out of urgency and out of the need to make it you know financially viable so much better to build it up alongside something that's already working i mean hopefully your your main gig is something that you know if not fulfilling doesn't doesn't um suck your soul but as long as you're, you know, can take care of business, um, you know, that other thing could be cultivated and grown at a pace and um, with the, the integrity and intention that's required to make it a strong, sustainable and, and continuing uh, viable enterprise. Mm -hmm. So two last questions. The first is you just referenced um, Difference Maker. So Difference Maker is the name of the Creative on Unpo uh, Purpose coaching program. You're also uh, a member of that Creative on Purpose community. Would love if you have any thoughts about, you know, just the value of either the coaching or community and how that's helped you continue to grow and sustain your enterprise at Evenex. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're like another mastermind group um, for me. We, we do co-working sessions, which help, again, to nudge the project along, you know, bit by bit. Um, and having that knowledge of people there, that wealth of knowledge and experience, um, and uh, yeah, so I, I, funny enough, today I was actually drafting up the acknowledgements page on the novel, and um, obviously Scott, you've got to, you've got to mention, but so do the difference makers, and that the phrase I actually said to them was, "You keep me insane," because that's my sweet spot. So thank you yeah. to all the difference makers, and for all the work that we're doing together, we we keep each other insane, which is great. Yeah, well, I have to say, I mean, you and I will be in a co-working session in just a half hour or yeah. so from now. Um, but those group calls that we have every week uh, are just as valuable for me as as they are for any of the the, the clients, current or former. Um, and the whole idea is we endeavor better when we endeavor together. And having a group of peers, all of whom are on a journey of their own, but the, it's a similar journey in that we are all trying to make things better by helping other people step into the possibility and step into their potential. And so um, appreciate you being a member of that community and also for all the contributions that you make there and in and, and the world. So Abby, last question. Um, I'm just curious about any last tips or advice that you would have for someone like you um, who is already out there making a difference, or maybe even more pointedly, to somebody that aspires to be on this journey of helping uh, make things better by stepping into their potential in some sort of endeavor that seeks to make a difference. What's what's a piece of uh, advice or a tip that you would provide them with as we're closing? Don't do it alone. 
you can try, give it a go. Um, good luck. But when that fails, give me a call <laughs> or give Scott a call <laughs> or find, just find others, find others to work with. Um, because it's, it, it's really, yeah. Alone is very lonely. Yeah. I love that. It was actually something I, I just posted something about that in writing a community earlier today. One of the things that, and I'll just, we'll close by letting you affirm this. The, one of the things that's so wonderful about Akimba workshops and about our community at Difference Makers is each of us is so profoundly talented when it comes to helping somebody else see the thing that they don't see that's right in front of them, probably an obstacle that they put there themselves. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we are absolutely terrible at seeing the self-imposed impediment that we placed right in front of ourselves. And that's to me, one of the real superpowers of our community or, or the forward link community for Akimbo workshop alumni is you, you get to have, you get to continue to have this group of fellow travelers, this fellowship that is continuing to help you see what you don't see so that once you cannot see it, you can actually do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Look for the work. Don't shy. Don't hide from the work. Look for the work. Awesome. Abby, so great to have you on the show. For those of you tuning in, please visit, uh, I'll, I'll throw your uh, your website up here one more time. Um, just one last question, Abby. What, where does the name Evenex come from? Um, so thanks to Louise Karch and, and some other TMS work, it was a word smush that I made. So it's partly um, Evolve and Phoenix. So it's all about sort of changing. So it's, it's Evenex. Just think Stevie Nicks. Even X, even X. Awesome. Love that. Abby Pierce, thanks so much for being on the show, but also more importantly for the difference that you make. Wonderful to spend this time with you. Yeah. Uh, for those, thank you so much. Uh, thanks you all for tuning in. And Abby and I really appreciate you lending us some of your valuable time and attention. We hope today's broadcast motivates you to lean into an endeavor that matters with greater curiosity and courage. You can learn more about Abby at Evo. Go ahead, say it, Abby. Evening. <laughs> Evenix. And of course, it's always great to hear and see you at creativeonpurpose.com. Now, go out and make the difference and keep flying higher. Abby Pierce, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. <laughs>